Today's read, Meditations Across the King's River, African-Inspired Wisdom for Life's Journey. Chapter 3, Three Ancestors by the Tide. When in doubt, the spirit of the ancestors will speak to you. When there's darkness, the spirit of the ancestors will guide you. When there's trouble, the spirit of the ancestors will stand with you. Know that you are in the hands of caring, gifted souls. Do you see the moon? asks Omitola. I do. I am mesmerized by the beauty of the moon illuminating the Caribbean skies. Surely this must be an omen of new beginnings and other good things to come. I'm on Grand Terre Guadalupe, one of the leeward Caribbean islands south of Antigua. Guadalupe is not a single island. It's an archipelago of many islands. Together, the two largest ones, Grand Terre and Base Terre, are shaped like a butterfly connected by a narrow sea channel called River Sali, or Salt River. My friend, Omitola Ibalo, was born and raised on Grand Terre and always pays close attention to the moon. It's an ancient tradition that has been woven into the culture of this predominantly black, French-speaking island. Her memories of the moon go back to childhood when mum gave her spiritual baths steeped in local herbs and trimmed her hair by the phases of the moon. Farmers, fishermen, and healers took their cues from the moon too. This is my first visit to Guadalupe. Omitola invited me because she wants to get initiated into the Yoruba spiritual tradition. Though I came to give, I wind up receiving. Each ceremony, each culture, each client teaches me something new and some experiences are so profound I can never be the same again. On this visit, I'm being offered a glimpse into a new culture and language as well as friendship and a deeper appreciation for the moon. Even during the day when the sun is at its zenith, she brings my attention back to the moon. People know the power of the sun, but underestimate the power of the moon, she says. But in the past, our ancestors did everything by the moon. Omitola isn't sure where this reverence for the moon comes from in her culture, but some say it can be traced to the Kalinago, the indigenous people that once lived on Guadalupe and on other islands of the Caribbean before the European conquest and the African Holocaust that still affects our people today. The Kalinago called Guadalupe Karukera it means land of beautiful waters. Omitola grew up mostly in Point Apitre, Guadalupe's most famous city. Life in the city didn't allow her to reconnect or connect with the moon. However, that changed when her family moved to the country town of Le Abins. When she became aware of the moon's power and influence, she began singing for the moon and the stars. Then she fell in love with rainbows too, especially while walking along the beach. 
At times, during her meditation with the moon, she remembers being so overwhelmed, she would start crying. I've never really been an observer of the skies, but tonight, sitting near the ocean, waiting for Omitola to return from a food truck with an island delicacy called Bokit, a deep-fried flatbread akin to a Johnny cake that's that's often stuffed with meat or fish and vegetables, I feel hypnotized by the moon. I can't look away. Soon, I find myself being swept away into the waters of uncharted emotional and spiritual territory. The moon isn't the only trigger for tonight's meditation. It's a combination of many things. The dark night, my conversation with Omitola, the landscape and gigantic trees, the sound of the waves behind us, the salty aroma of the sea, the easygoing banter of islanders speaking patois near the food truck, the energy of my ancestors swirling around me. Sure, I often feel the pull of ancestors when I'm in the Caribbean. After all, it's my home, and it's where I feel most alive, but this time is different, stronger. Tonight feels like my ancestors are testing me, and I can't shake the feeling. It feels as though they brought me here to prove a point. I get the message. The message is, my ancestors can reach me anytime, anywhere. Got it. The message is, I can't escape what I've been called to do. Got it. The message is, I've been away from home for far too long, and sooner or later, I must return to serve my people. Got that too. So many messages on this moonlit evening. The three spirits delivering these messages are my dad, Alma, my maternal grandmother, and Aseda, the powerful elder from Nigeria who initiated me into the Ifa tradition. These are the ancestors I have the closest bond with. They help me navigate through life's ups and downs. I don't hear their voices. Over the years, however, I've learned to sit still and feel what spirit has to say to me. Dad, also known as James Alexander Weeks, was a military man, a 20-year veteran of the U.S. Army. His crisp, long-sleeved khaki uniform with its master master sergeant insignia hangs in my closet in Oakland. Dad's spirit and legacy reminds me that, like him, I'm a leader, a soldier in my own way, and though my spiritual path and my quest to complete a film about this journey have been extremely difficult, I must continue. Grandma is all about faith, spiritual development, dedication to purpose, and nurturing others. And Aseda, he was one of the 16 major Ifa priests in the world. He still looks after my family and gives me insights as I do readings for clients around the world. I'm grateful for the visit of these spirits and for the inspiration they bring. My journey has taught me that inspiration is a gift from the other world. It's an invitation to live with passion and purpose. How dare we waste such a gift? 
like a shooting star streaking across the skies, sometimes the time frame to act on inspiration is a short one. Ignoring inspiration is risky be- risky business. The opportunity that could have been yours might be lost forever. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Between bites of the crisp, flavorful bucket, I tell Omitola what I'm feeling on this mystical evening, and she's not in the least bit surprised. We have a revolutionary spirit on this island, she says. We have unfinished business to take care of. Omitola reminds me of unfinished business as often as she reminds me of the location of the moon. She's only 34, but her spirit feels much older, perhaps as old as the huge mango tree in her mom's backyard, which I'm told is at least 100 years old. She's beautiful too, dark skin, short natural twists in her hair. As we gaze at the moon, Omitola opens up about her dreams. I'm deeply attached to this land because this is the place my soul chose to come back to, she says. But she would also love to live in Jamaica, Trinidad and Tobago, or even Ghana or Cameroon. Ideally, she would start an African Studies Center in Guadalupe, but the headquarters would be in Ghana. Omitola has a master's degree in cultural resistance and plans to pursue a doctorate degree. When she succeeds, she'll be the first in her family to earn a PhD. The focus of her studies will be on the groca, the sacred drumming traditions of Guadalupe that can be traced back to Africa. Unfinished business. told of a beach here where one can still find the bones of African captives scattered beneath the sand. If tourists knew what lies buried under the sand, I wonder if they would think differently about the beaches they love so much. I'm told how years ago a plane carrying cultural activists calling for Guadalupe's independence from France mysteriously, suspiciously crashed. I'm told how the Beques, white people, colonized these islands, but in a twist of fate, our African forebears colonized the minds and hearts of the Beques. I don't understand. How could we have colonized the minds of the Beques? Omitola has a simple answer. We raised and fed their children during slavery. Therefore, the Beques have been influenced by us culturally, but don't recognize it. I've never thought about it this way, 
more evidence of the impact the colonized can have on the colonizer. I get what Omitola is saying and know there's some truth in it. We both agree that there's still so much stacked against us. The imbalance of wealth here, like elsewhere throughout the African diaspora and the rest of the world, is vexing. Most of the land and business assets here are owned by whites. It's a pattern that repeats itself in island after island, country after country. A New York Times article by Paul Campus, professor of law at the University of Colorado says, the median white household has about 13 times the wealth of the median black household and much of that wealth is transferred between generations. The remarkable gap helps perpetuate the consequences of centuries of social and economic injustice. Omitola dreams of a day when our people will be financially stronger. A day when African spiritual holidays are celebrated and black business owners can afford to close for a few hours and leave signs and storefront windows for customers saying, sorry, we're closed for rituals. Please come again later. Unfinished business. Guadalupe challenges me to reflect on my own cultural identity. Unlike Virgin Islanders who are proud of their U.S. citizenship, Omitola's circle rejects the notion they are French. Her people are constantly reminded Guadalupe is a department of France, a colony, and they deeply resent it. They want to be themselves. So much of what I am experiencing here reminds me of Africa. One afternoon in the heart of Pont-a-Pitre, I'm not sure how to say that, Omitola takes me to drumming session in the streets. I find the rhythms, chanting, and dances so intoxicating that I want to stay there forever, to slowly lean back and sink onto the curb just to prolong the ecstasy. I'm in love with the melody of one of the chants. Omitola teaches me the words. It means we are mixed-blooded people taken from everywhere thrown into the fire of slavery. Mixed-blooded people. On this moonlit evening, I think of my own conflicts and unfinished business. How I've spent 10 years working on a film that is not yet finished. How I practice the Yoruba faith yet question aspects of it. How I live in California but I'm always longing for the Caribbean. Like many people, I'm a bundle of contradictions. What I say I want can change from year to year. I don't know what the future holds, but tonight, I don't need to know. Tonight, I embrace new friendship and a visit from my ancestors. 
Tonight, I surrender to the moon and the Caribbean Sea.